Welcome into the Talking Ball, y'all's Popperville post-game podcast. I'm Clay Sweet. To my right tonight, Jason Baker. Of course, Jason is on the sidelines for all of our Popperville broadcasts. And tonight was a special one, a lot of fun. 24-14 win over a good Biloxi team, a 6A program. Popperville is going to run its record out to 1-1 one and one on the year. Biloxi is going to drop to 1-1 one and one and JB, I thought a really well-played high school football game against two two good teams tonight. Yeah, I, I felt like uh, two teams playing at a high level um, is how I would describe it. I, I, you know, I don't think Biloxi left here tonight and thought they played poor, uh, and I certainly don't think the Hornets are, are, are upset with their performance either. Obviously, very pleased with the way that they played and executed down the stretch, and, and what I think was exciting is I think Jay Beach has had some questions and I think he got some answers in this performance tonight. Yeah, the O-line I thought was really physical and relentless and you can say the same, of course, for the defensive front too. The line of scrimmage really won tonight uh, by the grittier bunch. Um, When you look size-wise, you could throw that out. Most spots were outweighed by 50, 60 pounds on each one of those matchups, but Popperville wouldn't quit on the defensive front or the offensive front. Yeah, Clay, that's a great observation by you. You know, that's that's such a good point, and you know, I think I alluded to it in our broadcast. You know, people ask us what makes the Hornets tick. That's what makes us tick is on the offensive line when you're outmanned and you're given extra effort. And you know, I, I think of a. a, a, a Chad Camp, uh, Chambliss and the job that he did at tight end tonight uh, in blocking and just executing against an SEC caliber defensive end on the other side uh, on the other side for the Biloxi Indians and then when you flip it uh, on the defensive line for us and you know I think you labeled it this and, and called it this in your description but that relentless effort it starts with Khalid um, but you know Nikhil Trotter Tucker Smith Scott Gerald tonight stepped in and played a great game uh, in place of Chase and then those linebackers flying around. Um, Yeah, you know, I think those two units, if you had to label MVPs as unit groups, uh, I I don't think you could go anywhere else but those two. Uh, With the way that offensive line affected that defensive front for Biloxi and then the way our defensive line really got Delje Bailey late in that game moving, which we said was one of our keys to the game. Yeah, Bailey's a lot of fun to watch back there at quarterback for Biloxi. He's got Parrish and then also Harden as two weapons, the Norwood uh, back that they move around in a bunch of different spots. Coach French certainly puts them in a ton of different formations. How valuable will it be down the road, maybe not next week, maybe not two weeks, maybe maybe the third, fourth week in the playoffs to see that type of offense and as many looks as Biloxi gave Popperville tonight. Yeah, I think it's invaluable. I, I don't know that we can weigh it, Clay. Um, you know, uh, this non-conference schedule at times has such teeth to it that Jay puts this program through and, and Jay Beach chooses uh, to put his program through. This was one of them tonight. Um, and, and to learn and to know and to see yourself execute against a team literally with talent. I don't know how many kids they had on their roster over there. It was double us. Yeah. Uh, and, and to look over there and see us affecting them in the way that we were, uh, that I don't know that you can measure that from an from a internal standpoint. Now, I think from a physical standpoint, what I think we learned is, you know, we got a pretty darn good football program and a football team. Again, this version of the Hornets uh, appears to be up to that measuring stick that other teams have set for them. Uh, and now what they have to do is they have to take a win like this 
and allow it to elevate them even further as a team uh, going forward. Because, you know, it's crazy, but we're only two weeks into this season. Yeah, only two weeks in. And when you look at it, really health hasn't been on Popperville's side, whether it be a COVID issue, a bomb ankle. You've got Jamison, a sophomore, who's who's really, I hate to say, benefited from, but is playing in the place of a guy that was a 1,200, 1,300-yard guy in this wing T offense. When he, if he continues to grow and do what we think he's going to do, and then we get Holston back, you've got some guys you can interchange at the wing back or slide one if you want and gather some snaps back at what what we call the four back, the tailback spot. Clay, and, and you're talking about a guy in Tyron Holston. He's a thousand yard rusher from a year ago. I mean, that's that's what this Hornet team at the moment, you know, is missing in that backfield. And and you're right. I I don't know how else to describe it, but benefited from for the way that Lawrence is. Uh, that's truly the case when you've been given an opportunity what do you do with it and uh, Lawrence takes that opportunity puts it out there uh, and all of a sudden what's going to happen and and I think what you're going to see as the Hornets kind of move forward is their ability to take a Lawrence and say hey look we got him all these snaps we can count on him and rely upon him let's take a tyrant and move him to the secondary uh, for a portion of a game and allow him to affect the team from that end and vice versa Lawrence is doing the same thing so you're right Clay that the health of the Hornets still hadn't been in our side still didn't uh, it probably won't be I, I don't know Tyron Holston played one snap tonight um, in this football game they'll get Connor Davis back maybe in a couple of weeks and uh, you know we'll hope for the best there and uh, it, and then of course they'll get Chase there back next week uh, as well so maybe Maybe they're starting to turn the tides on the on the health side of things. Next week we go up to uh, Lumberton. Will be a road game up there. That'll be a 6:30 uh, pregame show for our broadcast. You can find it, of course, on the MixLR app by searching uh, Talking Ball, y'all. That'll be interesting. I, we haven't followed this group up. Uh, to Lumberton. That will be an interesting setting to see how uh, this energy spills over the next week. It used to be one of the more heated rivalries in all of South Mississippi. They took a break for the health of the rivalry, uh, is my understanding. Both coaches, schools, organizations just thought, hey, let's put a pause on it. Let's kind of filter some classes through here that haven't played each other, that don't know each other. Um, But uh, what, uh, I I guess Lumberton's 11 miles up the road, maybe at the most, eight and a half miles maybe up the road um and it's got that kind of feel and they're a team that plays with a lot of swagger and they should they have dominated the 1a level uh in south mississippi over the last few years they don't lack confidence you got a hornet bunch that doesn't lack a lot of confidence either and so you put those two makings on the field and uh you separate them by a couple miles and uh my man we're probably looking uh for a pretty good environment next friday night yeah it should be a lot of fun on friday nights this is a fun bunch to follow jb you were able to get a couple interviews tonight right after the action tell our listeners uh what two interview segments they can look forward to yeah we spoke with our defensive coordinator jacob Aycock. he's in his second season as the poplarville hornet defensive coordinator he came to us over a year ago from green county high school he affected this hornet program over there had one of the better defensive performances i've ever seen against the wing t on a thursday night in uh, the hornet's nest and then i visit with our starting quarterback matt will but it's a different topic. Uh, Matt's a guy that is now moving over to the defensive side some and getting 
getting some snaps in the secondary. He closed out that Biloxi win with an interception uh, on the back end, and you're going to see him develop more and more and more on the defensive side. And we just have a great conversation with how it all came about. And he is a twin. His twin brother is Mark Will, one of the leading tacklers uh, of this football team in the linebacker personnel group. Uh, and I talked to him about uh, you know sitting down and in in that moment being able to talk with his twin what's that like and then to get on the field and look ahead and and see his twin brother in front of him and, and how special that truly is well i look i look forward to listening to the interviews i hadn't had uh that pleasure yet and so this is what you can kind of expect from this podcast i'm sure there'll be some changes and some things we may switch up but we want to get our thoughts gathered as soon after the game as we can and then also to hear um, from some of the players and coaches so i think this is going to be a lot of fun oh man it's a blast for me i hope it's a blast for those that are listening in because uh, what a treat it is for me to uh, to be on just such a quality podcast uh, as you guys that y'all have established across uh, South Mississippi. And uh, I'm just happy you guys allowed me to be a part of the team. Thank you, JB. Absolutely. Thank you. Glenn Boland's Towing and The Body Shop are proud sponsors of this Poplarville Hornet broadcast. Whether you've been in a wreck or thought that truck could make it somewhere it couldn't, call Glenn Boland's Towing and The Body Shop today at 601-299-0903 or 601-795-9100. How do you unwind? Whether it's hunting, riding horses, or just sitting around a campfire, it's better on land you own. Southern Ag Credit can finance that land. Give our Gulfport office a call at 228 828- 832-5582 or visit us online at southernagcredit.com We're back in Poplarville, Mississippi the Poplarville Hornet post-game podcast by Talking Ball Y'all, the Hornets victorious tonight over 6A Biloxi 24-14. I'm Jason Baker with our defensive coordinator Jacob Baycock and uh, what a test I, I, I don't know there may be some more potent offenses that we'll see uh, down the line in the schedule of this season, but I don't know that we'll see any more of a potent offense than what that was tonight. That quarterback, a Division One guy, he's a, a legacy kid where his dad played at Southern Miss as a cornerback, and uh, they've got all kinds of talent on the outside. Harden uh, was just fantastic, their wide receiver. As a whole, from your defensive unit, your perspective on uh, their performance against Biloxi. Well, just play with a lot of energy and a lot of fire. You know, I got to speak to the offense. Uh, they ate up so much of the clock with long drives. It gave us time to get on the sideline, sit down, watch film, make adjustments. And those guys are so locked in on the sideline. Uh, they come to the to the screen. They look at what we're doing, uh, and they're able to line up how we want them to and move where we want them to. But uh, most important above all that, they play so hard. Let's talk a little bit individually. Matt Will gets the ice uh, clinching, uh, if you will, INT. He's a guy, a converted quarterback who plays quarterback for us, but also going to play some defensive back, and that's why that secondary, to, to be able to ice it with a pick like that, had to be awfully special for your secondary unit. Yes, just to mention, uh, just to, to add on to Matt Will, you know, we look around the summer and we realize, hey, he's six foot, six one, uh, 195 pounds. He, he, he can play football, so we got to get him on both sides, and he's done such a great job. He's a student of the game. He asks a lot of questions. He studies film along with his brother. Um, you know, they're a football family. Uh, but, but to add on to that, we have Riley Passman that, honestly, a year ago, 
he's a baseball guy, and I just told him tonight how proud I am of him because he's a football guy too. You know, he's special. He came up and made three big hits to jar the ball loose from those receivers that would have been big plays. Um, and if we move over to corner, something pretty special. We started Amari Gilmore, who's a junior uh, that we actually went and got out of the basketball gym. We had to kind of talk him into it, tell him how awesome it was, uh, and he's fallen in love with it, and he's really found a spot in that secondary. Yeah, and he's he's a kid. He's got some potential. He's a big frame, can run. He's, I think, a 6'1 kind of kid uh, uh, in terms of height and uh, thick in the legs as well. Uh, how special can Amari be if, if, if he continues to work and learn? Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, um, two things. One, he is also 195 pounds, uh, which is big for a corner, but he's long, rangy. Uh, with what we do, uh, I think he's going to fit great. Uh, i got to give a shout-out to, obviously, Coach Ford. He does such a great job. He pulls those guys. He keeps them. He takes them separate. Um, and he's done special stuff with our secondary, especially, like I mentioned, when we get one from baseball, we get one from basketball, and they're falling in love with their position. And a lot of that is because of, of John Addison Ford and what he's able to do. You know, I can't interview you on a night like tonight where a quarterback that's as deadly as, as Del J. Bailey is uh, and being chased by our guy and Khalid Moore and the effort Khalid gives. And, and you mentioned it right in the post-game interview with me after the conclusion of the ball game. At, at certain moments, they were sliding a triple-team type protection to try to keep Khalid from affecting the play. Yes, so um, uh, they, they're like like you just said, they're triple teaming Khalid the whole fourth quarter. So we played some games and switched Khalid and Tank and, and moved him around. So they actually motioned to, to Tank a few times to, because they thought Khalid was going to be there. But um, uh, above all the scheme stuff, Khalid's just special. Um, and he feeds, we feed off of his energy. You know, there was one timeout where I didn't even talk. Khalid said, Coach, can I say something? I said, you got it. And he told us what to do, where to get lined up, and just to play with relentless effort. And that was all that was all that needed to be said. And that was special because all those guys are looking at him, every position, D-line, linebackers, and the secondary. What a moment uh, that had to be. Jacob Aycock, uh, what a win uh, for your defensive unit uh, tonight over the, the Biloxi Indians 24-14. Appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Thank you all. That is our defensive coordinator, uh, Jacob Aycock, on the Poplarville Hornet talking ball, y'all, post-game podcast will be back with much more on the talking ball y'all podcast with fall and cooler weather just around the corner there's no better time to head out to brothers in arms it's hattiesburg's premier outdoor gun range it is located at 4657 highway 49 south whether you're a new shooter or an experienced one all are invited to shoot on the safe and family oriented range go check them out and inquire about their annual memberships hourly rates as well as their training classes they offer once again that's brothers in arms outdoor range at 4657 highway 49 south in hattiesburg and remember always keep your sights pointed downrange has your car got a ding while the poplarville hornets are chasing a ring well give the body shop a call that's right the body shop who's located on highway 26 east in poplarville locally owned and operated Call them today for an estimate, 601-795-9100. Go Hornets! 
Welcome back to the Talking Ball Y'all podcast, the post-game podcast after the win over Biloxi 24-14. The Poplarville Hornets uh, take it over Biloxi. We're joined by uh, our starting quarterback, but uh, I want to take it a different angle. Uh, you've been given the opportunity to play some defensive snaps. You sealed the win tonight uh, with a pick off Del J. Bailey and uh, just what that moment had to mean for you, kind of a culmination of some hard work over the summer trying to learn the secondary position and join those guys in the defensive unit. How, how good did that feel to, to kind of ice it for this club well yeah it was big and I mean this defense I mean the thing is we have a lot of potential and I mean these guys up front linebackers D-line they all work their butts off in order for us uh, secondary to have great games but I mean we made a couple mistakes uh, especially me you know this was the first time I've ever really played a, a lot of defense this season so uh, really I'm mean, playing as a really good 6A team I got a lot of good reps but I mean I made a couple mistakes but there at the end uh Made the pick, and I give all the glory to God. How much convincing did it take to put you over here on the defensive side of the ball when the conversation started with Jacob Baycock and yourself and and obviously your twin brothers over on the other side of Mark? How much was it a thought of, I really want to go over there? Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember in the spring uh, we were lifting, and Coach Aycock came over and asked me how much I weighed and if I wanted to play a little bit of strong safety. And, you know, uh, honestly, I mean, I always work my butt off in the weight room. I know everybody on this team does, everybody on that defense especially. And like I said, I just really wanted to be a part of it. And, uh, and whenever they call my name, uh, I want to be there and I want to do the best I can. Now take us through the life of, of somebody playing both sides. Quarterback's not a guy that they tend to let play both sides. Only one other guy, well, two other kids, Antonio Barnes and Blaze Breerwood, have they allowed uh, this ability to do that. They're, they're giving you a little rope to allow yourself to go over there. Yeah. But take us through your practice schedule. What's it like? How, how is it a balance of, hey, I got to take some offensive snaps, but I got to go get over here and understand the defensive game plan as well? Well, I enjoy it. I mean, I love the game, but you got to hydrate a lot. Got to hydrate a lot. <laughs> But um, but really, uh, about lost my train of thought. Uh, the thing is that I mean, Co- Coach Beach, uh, we we really, I mean, like I said, I give the ball to Maurice and Lawrence and DJ. Uh, it really doesn't take a lot out of me. I, I just uh, do my job, and and uh, on defense, uh, like I said, I do my job there too. So. Can you explain what it's like to look up there and see your twin in front of you? And uh, at moments, I, I know tonight Mark uh, made several plays, and I, I felt I even highlighted him late in the game. I felt like they were really trying to isolate Mark at mm-hmm. times, trying to put him in, in space, and he made some plays. almost came up with a pick itself uh, there in the last drive for the Biloxi Indians at, at the conclusion of the game. For you, what's what's that moment like when you're in your stance and you look up at 22s in front of you? Well, like I said, this is kind of new, new, new for me, new position playing this defense, but looking at him and Ahmad and seeing Khalid Moore and then Tucker Smith over there and then Riley by my side. This gives me a lot of confidence knowing I got some got some boys around me that can make some plays. You know, uh, the defensive linemen taking up blocks for the linebackers, linebackers shoving receivers so DBs can, uh, you know, uh, knock down plays, stuff like that. So it's a well-oiled machine, and I love being a part of it. All right, Matt, appreciate your time. Thank you so much. That is Matt Will, starting quarterback for the Popperville Hornets, converted uh, into that secondary personnel for this defensive unit uh, for Jacob Acock. Uh, that's our talking ball, y'all post-game podcast after the Hornets' victory over Biloxi 24-14. to